I, I think a woman should salivate when a man asks her, like, hey, I well, tells her I'm looking for a woman that is going to be submissive. Hear me out here. If my and, mom- And that in yeah. different seasons, like you and that person are gonna have to help and support one another. Like both of you are gonna need each other's help and support. So you need, you need both. Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God. And we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. This episode of Urban Theology is sponsored by Arome. Arome was designed to take care of your largest organ, your skin. I bet you didn't know that. Arome provides products that not only moisturize your skin, but also gives you nutrient-rich ingredients. When you go support them, let them know the good folks at Urban Theology sent you. Do this by checking out with our code urbant 15 That's U-R-B-A-N-T-1-5. And you can also save 15% each time you use that code. Hey, what's going on, my brother? Man, welcome to Urban Theology International Incorporated. Hey, man, it's <laughs> good to see you. If you have been following the Urban Theology uh, Instagram profile, you understand that one of us is international right now, uh, but we couldn't leave you without a podcast. So we're making it work and please bear with us. If you hear a random generator in the back or something random, you know, just please bear with us. So ladies and, and gentlemen, with that being said, this guy's in Nigeria. Oh man. Hey, and honestly, at first, I was like, I don't want to say where I'm at because, you know, I'm working from home. And this is my home now. I'm working from home, but I got so many things on the table. So it is what it is. But I want to go ahead and kick this off with a prayer, as we always do. I believe you had the first prayer for the first episode of season four. So um, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. All right. He Heavenly Father, uh, God of everlasting love. You've given us the example for love and relationships, and I just want to ask that you help use us uh, to give some good insight in terms of relationships in 2022. Uh, we're going to be discussing love and relationships, and we need your help because it is difficult. So I just ask that you come and be with us as we discuss this topic with our audience. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So the cat's out of the bag. We're talking about relationships, relationships, right? And in the context of um, a spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah, we're talking about relationships. So I think it's cool if we kind of kick this off with our relationship status. What's going on with you? I mean, I'm in a pretty uh, serious relationship going on going on two years. So I would definitely say like, this is my probably most best adult relationship I've had in my adult life. Guy, tread, tread lightly, what do you mean probably? No, 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 no. This guy, no, no, but no, in all seriousness though, it, this has been my my best relationship in my like adult adult years, but yeah, I'm in, in a relationship. Oh, no, no, actually no, I, I don't think best is the, the, the word. Healthy, healthy, that's the word, healthy. The most healthy like relationship I've been in, in my in my adult years. I think healthy you're is better. Right. No, because listen, healthy, healthy is like we're like you're functioning, 
you're good, you're healthy, no major sickness, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm gonna use that word, healthy, healthy. Hey, I would have kept it at best, but hey, look, we're all different people. You understand? I just don't like getting I don't like getting in trouble. I'm good, you know? man. I'm never in trouble, man. I'm good. <laughs> Okay. Hey, bro, you've been in trouble, bro. Don't, don't, don't never been in trouble with me, bro. Like, what I mean, are you talking I mean, about? I mean, yeah, I have been, but that's not for anyone else to know. <laughs> okay. All right. So my status, I am single and not ready to mingle. So I'm not even around. Uh, so don't try. It's not going down. I'm out here doing business. I'm out here networking, you know, and I think Whenever God wants me to get back into the dating scene, I, I will get back into it. But single and not ready to mingle. That's what I'm sticking to. All right. Now, it's this topic is this topic has been wild. You know, it's been running crazy because I feel like a lot of social media buzz is around relationships. You've been seeing a lot of hot takes. You've been seeing a lot of random opinions and quote-unquote professionals talk about relationships and everyone is trying to figure this out right everyone has their way of doing things and just because your relationship is working or you and your friend's relationship is working doesn't mean oh hey this is the way everybody should do this all right so um yeah this is an interesting topic and I think we can kind of kick this off by kind of seeing where people get relationship advice from. So where where have you heard people getting relationship advice from lately? Lately, man, definitely a combination of, of things, whether that's Instagram, um, TikTok, or, or, you know, or my man, Kevin Samuels, right? Um, and, and he's very, that's a very decisive name to, to bring up Kevin Samuels. But I also think like as divisive as some people think he is, I do think in a lot of ways you need people like that. And I, me, I'm not a Kevin Samuels disciple. Please don't come and stone me. Hey, let's let let's split it, right? Because you have the places where the guys are getting the advice, and you got the exactly. places where the women advice. So I'm a, so you name Kevin Samuels. Who's getting the advice from Kevin Samuels, in your opinion? Honestly, a lot of a lot of guys. Um, you know, you hear this this term being thrown around, alpha male. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The distinguished, the distinguished man, high value yeah. man. You know, so all these all these buzzwords. You know, you hear you hear being thrown around. So, I mean, I would say for guys, that's one. And I was gonna make a joke on the lady side. You have niggas be broke, okay, and just just a Justin little boy, Justin LA boy, the king, you know, the hey, king of men, huh? Yeah, Justin Labor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely on the so, lady side. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, also, also, you have this Instagram profile. I think it's called Spiritual Word or something like that. I yeah. see a lot of posts from that being shared on a lot of women's stories and whatnot. So it's we're not lacking in terms of places where you can go and find relationship advice. Um, I would like to, I would like to take this back to like the basics, right? Like just finding someone and getting along with someone. So um, like I said, 
these types of conversations can spread like wildfires. Um, I'm not here to, and we're not here to, you know, put out these buzzwords and just talk nonsense. Um, we're just gonna try and keep it really simple, right? That's what we're gonna try and do. So the first thing we're gonna talk about, um, I, I will say dating in 2022 is difficult, right? Because as time goes on, it's just endless possibilities, you know? Like if I can't get you in real life, I'll get you in the metaverse. It's like, you know, everyone has more options, bro. Like whether it's more dating sites, whether it's more women that are accessible via Instagram or more men there, it's, it's difficult in 2022, man. Everybody's so proud. You know, people have these stances where it's like, I'm not going to do this, period. You know, they're going to add a little period on it. Like, if he's not going to take me to a five-star restaurant because I have my five-star degree or whatever it is, then we can't work out. So everyone is just proud. So it's very difficult. Do you agree? I I agree. And I think people have, like, misconceived notions about what, like, a relationship is versus, like, what reality is, right? And I'm not just going to blame, I think it's easy to blame social media, but I do think social media is like, plays a big proponent, like in sub, in our subconscious, right? Like, like a lot of what we believe comes from a, like a subconscious source, right? So like whatever you're like taking in is influencing the way, the way that you think, right? You may not see it like outwardly or you may not believe it per se, but like your actions will dictate like what you're taking in I, like i see it with myself too some are like i'm not gonna lie some things like some of the views that i have have been influenced by external sources and i'm like where did i get that from oh i got it from, from here i don't know if you agree with that or if you, or if you personally experienced that no i agree with that and I, I think we always have to come back to the source right because i've i've seen something i'm like yeah that's what i like that's what i want to do and then I wake up one day and I'm like, who am I? Like, well, what, have, what have I been feeding my spirit? You feel me? Like, I'm looking at women and I'm like, oh, you bet I washed that plate. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? What have I been watching? You know, hey, yeah. that's a joke. All right? Don't come for me. All right. I don't think a woman should just be washing plates, you know. But like I said, you have to come back to the source. Now, we talked about some sources that you can go to. Um, now, ultimately, me and you agree that the most important source and the first and foremost source is God, right? Like your relationship with God will teach you about relationships with the opposite sex. Do you agree with me on that? Um, I think, so I have like a two-pronged approach to that. I do think, yeah, on a, on a basic, like on a very basic level, I think like starting with God and having like a relationship with God will will teach you right or just kind of the more you get to know god it'll it'll help you in how you interact with the opposite sex right like in, in a relationship but also just in people in general like all types of relationships like like romantic friendship business all of it right like learning how to interact with god health in a healthy way will help you relate to other individuals right in the context of all those different types of relationships Right. But I also think, too, like the other side, too, is like, I think you should also study relationships that are good in your circle. Right. Like the ones that you see doing well, 
it's not to copy, but just like kind of learn and take things from from what they do, if that makes sense. Right? Because I feel like I feel like it's one. I feel like experience is the best teacher. Like experiencing right from like what you experience, but also learning from the experience of others, good and bad. I think the combination of those two gives you a good and healthy framework. I don't know what you think about that, but that's kind of how I feel. That's the best way to learn. But I'd love to hear what you think about that. Man, I feel like access to certain people are not guaranteed, right? So you could say, well, a woman learns about love first from her father, right? Some women aren't fortunate to know their fathers. You can say a boy first learns about love from his mother and, you know, Sometimes that isn't the case. And in terms of experiences, some people aren't, they, they, they can't access good people, right? So you could have a grown adult whose first experience of quote unquote a relationship was an abusive, you know, partner, right? So I think the only guarantee is that we have access to the father. And I mean, I, yeah, by all means, you know, if you have a friend and you guys can understand each other, it's like, yeah, that's a good experience, right? It does teach you like, okay, how do people want to be treated? But I think first and foremost, it's that relationship with God, right? Because if you can have a relationship with God, you're going to discuss your plans with God, right? So you meet a nice woman, you might not, you might not even know how to deal with her. It's like, yo, she, she looks nice. I don't know what to say to her. God, please help me. I, I, I need some help. And I don't know specifically how what God is going to tell you. God might show you that, hey, that's not the woman for you. You know, and God might show you like, well, you know what? I have the perfect approach. Before you know it, you go into a grocery store and y'all pick the, the the last carton of milk up. And it's like, how are you doing? Ah, who knows? Who knows? You know. So um, my, my next topic is the importance, right? And and how much we how much we put into this idea of our partners should have a strong relationship with God. Is that a deal breaker in terms of? your partner having a strong relationship with God? So like, so this question varies, um, obviously like person to person, because everybody's at a different, like a different stage in their relationship with God, like where, like where they are, like personally, right between, between you and God, right? So depending on who you may ask, you may get like, you know, different answers to this question. But I feel like the more you mature in your relationship with God personally, the more and more that becomes a deal breaker, right? Because like, if if that's something you can't agree on in terms of like the importance of a relationship with God, I feel like there's gonna be issues in your potential relationship or marriage, like whatever you wanna do. Cause I feel like on a basic level, y'all have, have to agree on what that looks like between the two of y'all, right? And the importance of that relationship. I feel like for me personally, it is, a deal breaker and and but the but the thing is right that that and that's why i said it varies based on person to person but i think on a basic level you should have a relationship with god i feel like the, now the the intimacy of that relationship the level to that relationship 
Now, y'all can talk about that later, but I feel like on a basic level, there should be a relationship with God. I feel like if there's zero, then I feel like there's room for a lot of issues, right? But that's why I said it depends on the person. Like, first, it's like relationship with God and the levels to that relationship. But I don't know. What you think, bro? I, I got a follow-up question because I think it's easy to figure out if it's zero, right? Like if there's like no, but it, it's hard to like, like what, what is, what is strong, right? Like is strong 75%, you have a 75% strong relationship. You have a 90% strong relationship, you know? So that's where it can get a little difficult. Now for me, I, I don't, I don't measure it in terms of like, okay, her relationship is strong. I just need somebody that's thirsty, you know, like I need a thirsty woman for God. Like you, I gotta know, I don't have to drag you to the stream. You're already there. You trying to drink from, from the stream, you know, that that's my thing. And I truly feel as though if you are thirsty for the Lord, I, I can work with you. Right. And you could be somebody who you have a weak relationship with God, but you're thirsty for the Lord. Right. So many times in scripture, You'll see people who are quote unquote unclean, but they thirsty for the Lord, right? They grabbing out to the Lord. It's like, yo, I, I heard so much about Jesus. Let me find out more. And Jesus accepts them, you know? So um, I, I just need somebody who's thirsty for the Lord, man. That's 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 what I would say. No, I, I like and, that. Um, you, you give them room to grow, right? You're not putting too much pressure on them. So I think that's fair. Yeah. It's fair, but it's also tricky, right? Because, I mean, just because somebody's thirsty doesn't mean they're willing to drink, right? So you could have someone, and, and I feel like this happens more so with the sisters, right? You have women of God who are looking at a man, and he's like, oh, yeah, I love what you got going on, yeah. you know, like that Jesus thing you got, oh, yeah, I want that, you know? You know how we do, you know, sometimes. So problems we out here, we just like, yeah, I'm thirsty for that, but I don't know if I'm going to drink this daily. You know, yeah. I might take a little sip. So it can get a little tricky. And, and, and that's where we need guidance from the father, right? We got to continue to put these potential spouses in prayer because there's so much that can be revealed from prayer. Um, and I also think, I, I wouldn't say you have to do this like every night, but sometimes invite that potential spouse into prayer with you because a lot can be revealed when you're praying with somebody you know you might be praying with your partner and they look they listen to you like dang i didn't know she i didn't know she was talking to god like that like you know you get with the partner and they sitting there talking about some god please prepare me for the next level of this relationship imagine if you had somebody in that prayer you know th there's something that will tell them uh, hey this 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 is not a game you know if i'm just talking to you my brother if i'm just talking to you and i'm just like yo let's start a podcast bro blah 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 you might think i don't know how serious guys but if i'm serious if i'm in a serious prayer i invite you into prayer i'm like bro let's pray over this podcast let's pray over the future of this podcast it's a different it's a different effect that it gives off are you with me yeah sir Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's not easy. 2022, I'm not going to sit here and just say, hey, 
is the easiest thing to go ahead and start dating. It is not easy, but I think you definitely have to involve God in the search process. And you want to make sure that this is somebody who has a longing for, for Christ. I don't think you can go wrong with that. Now, I want to I wanna talk quick, about I, I, something else. I, I'm out in Nigeria right now. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was just going to read a funny meme to kind of close up, close up that point that, that, you, that you just made about relationships not being easy. So uh, yeah. I talked about this dude earlier in the pod, just, 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 in, uh, just the LA boy. Now I'm going to read this funny meme that I saw on his page during the week. It said, if you're in a relationship or a marriage, fight for it. Ain't nothing out here but hookah, lemon pepper wings, Casamigos, and tragedy. So if you got something good, fight for it. I just wanted to share that because it was a little funny. But yeah. Hey, Sheesh. That's a little misleading though, because some people, you take the tragedy away, they want the lemon pepper wings and the Casamigos and all this other stuff. You know, like, I mean, I don't know about you. In a relationship, are you not allowed to have lemon pepper wings? No, you can't. You can't. I mean, you're in a relationship. You can have that. Of course. Yeah, course. like why is he? No, like I said, 2022, it is not easy. It is not easy at all. One reason why it's not easy at all is because people I take issue with current cultural norms that take away the power of biblical words. Right. So we're in this ever changing world and some things that were acceptable two years ago aren't acceptable now. And some things should never have been acceptable. Right. But I do believe there's power in the Bible. And sometimes when the world changes and the world shifts, then we get into a little trouble because we're like, hey, I don't this Bible stuff. Hey, keep that over there. Like we're in 2022. This is how I need to do it. So. I'll give you an example. I was out and I was talking to a young lady and she was asking me, what am I looking for? Blah, blah, blah. I said, look, I'm looking for a suitable helper. You know, if you read Genesis chapter two, um, God noticed that Adam didn't have a suitable help comparable to him after he had made all the animals and things. And I remember telling her this and she was offended. She was like, what? You want me to help around the house and clean up? And, that? and I was like, wait, I didn't even, I didn't even say nothing. I didn't say nothing like that. You know, it's like, I just, we all need help at some point, right? So she explains to me how me saying I'm looking for a helper is, yeah, she didn't say could be, is misogynistic. And now I'm sitting here like, hey, I'm putting my hands up. Like, I'm, don't shoot me. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I was just reading something that was from Genesis. And then she said, what you should say is you're looking for a supporter. So you're in a relationship, my guy. Maybe you can give us some insight. How, what do you think, what is helping your girl and what is supporting your girl? And do you think that in a relationship you don't need help? It's more so like you need the support. Honestly, bro, that's a really dope question. I, I feel like you need both. You need help and you need some support. I feel like it's just a matter of, yeah, it just depends on, on what you need. But you need you need both from your partner. Like even me being um, in a relationship, right? There's times where like, 
I have to be more supportive of my girl in that season because she needs it, right? Depending on, like, maybe she may be working on an endeavor, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe she's undertaking something where she needs my support, right? And then maybe there, maybe moving forward, there may be, like, for example, like something that I'm doing, right, where I'm going to need her support, right? So the way it works, I feel like in the biblical, in the biblical sense, in the healthy sense, is, is it goes back and forth, right? And that in yeah. different seasons, like you and that person are going to have to help and support one another. Like both of you are going to need each other's help and support. So you need, you need both, right? It's, it's kind of like the example of the Bible given that it's easier for, you know, easier for two people, you know, to, to push one thing, right? It's easier for for two people if they agree to do something, right? So like you need, like you need help, right? Like, so there's times where she may need it more than I do or not, I, I may need it more than her. But I feel like um, in a healthy biblical kind of sense, um, both are helping and supporting. So it's not like just a woman supporting the man, it's, it's, it's you supporting one another, right? So I think when people hear that, they just think the woman supporting the man, right? But it's no, it's both. They support exactly. Exactly. And, and that's the issue, right? It's not as if the man, it's not as if I, I told this lady like, hey, I'm not going to help you out, right? I'm also going to help my wife as well. And I think with her, it was just like, take out, take out help, just say support. And I didn't make this point with her at that time, because I just wasn't thinking this far ahead. But I did take this back to me. And um, I slept on it. And what I realized is support requires some sort of down payment. What I mean by that is if I tell you like, yo, support my business, I have a business. I have something going for me. I, I, there's already something there that I've done. I've put in some legwork, right? Now, if I'm in a relationship and I need to go to the airport, if I tell my girl, hey, I need to go to the airport, if she supports me, She'll just say, okay, hey, um, I just got you an Uber and you know, you can go. Now, I like to give my girl a hug before I go off to the airport, right? I need you, I want you to drop what you're doing, take me to the airport, give me my little kiss, give me my little <laughs> hug, and I go about my way. I need your help. I'm not so there's a difference there, right? And I think the reason why support seems safer is because it takes away the complete dependence on somebody. And that's something that we don't like today, right? Women don't like to, I'm not going to depend on a man. What if he leaves me? I need to have options out here. Men, I don't want to depend on this woman. I need options, right? So support makes it easy because it's like, it's not like a child. A child comes to you and needs help. Child don't know what to do. It's like, yo, I'm dependent on you. Like, change my diaper. Like, what you mean you want to support my, change my diaper, get it done. I need your help. Right. So um, this woman I was talking to, she made great points, you know, and like I said, she probably even schooled me in the moment. Right. Cause I mean, she, she, she looked like she was prepared for this conversation. She gave me the points, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, um, you want to get a drink? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, hey, I'm just here to have a good time. It's a chill night. So another thing that I think everybody has kind of spoiled this word because of like the cultural norms today, submission, right? And I know that's a big buzzword, submission, submission, submission. Um, 
The one thing I will say, oh, and I, I'm a catch flack for this. I already know I'm a catch flack for this, you know, so um, bear with me. I feel as though a woman, bear with me, I, I, I think a woman should salivate when a man asks her like, hey, I, well, tells her I'm looking for a woman that is going to be submissive. Hear me out here. If my mom calls me and says, hey, are you hungry? I'm jumping for joy because I know she can cook. I, I know she can cook. I'm like, yo, I'm, yes, I'm hungry. Like I know I'm about to get fed. If a random woman asks me, are you hungry? I'm gonna salivate at the prospect, right? I'm, I'm gonna get happy at the prospect of her having good food. But I will ask questions like, what do you know how to cook? You feel me like, do you have any pictures on Instagram? Can, can, I, can I see, like, what's going on here? You know, are you just going to fry plantain? Like, fry plantain is like level one. Like, what's going on here, right? So if a man asks a woman like, hey, can you be submissive? The next question is, hey, are you submissive to God, right? Because if he is, that's a great thing. As in, if, if, if a man is submissive to God, he can take care of a woman, right? So I feel like whenever you bring up submission, it's always just like, well, why do you want me to do this? Why do you want me to do that? But you don't understand if a man is submissive to God and he's actually interested in you, he's going to cover you. He's going to take care of you and not just like, oh, I'm just going to throw money at you. You know, he's going to be there for you. He's going to show up for you. He's not going to embarrass you. You understand? So I think like for me, when I think of the idea of having a partner that can work with me and things like that, I get really happy. Right. I'm just like, yo, that that'd be really dope. And I do feel like if a man comes to a woman and says, hey, I'm looking for a submissive woman, she should in her head. Like I said, she should be happy at the prospect because you do have to prove that, you know, this man is submissive to God, right? But you ask the questions like, okay, what makes you think I need to be submissive to you? Because submission to, a man's submission to God begets a woman's submission to him, right? Like if he's submissive to God and submissive to God is, like you are obedience. You're not out here saying, okay, I just go to church on Sunday and I get my word. And then, you know, I'm hitting the brunch and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. No, submissive to God is like your whole life. Like you're, you're, you're obedient, you know? So that, that's my POV on that take. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. So is when you bring up that word submission, a lot of people take it as, like a bad word, like it's a, it's a it's a taboo word in today's like yeah, like in today's culture and society. But like the way you described it is is the is the is the way that it works. Like obviously, like as a man, we have to submit to God. But I also feel like as a man, if you if you're submitted to God and you're doing the right thing, you know, if you're doing right by God, you don't have to ask a woman to submit to you. Like mm, you get what I'm saying? Like you, like you won't have to even ask because women are very perceptive right and, and what i mean by that perceptive is if, if you're doing the right thing and doing what you're supposed to be doing or you're trying but you're following or you're trying to she will follow you like like she will follow you because 
you're putting in the effort, right? You're seeking God, right? You're, you're trying, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? And I feel like it, it comes more easily as you follow, like, not like, e like easy, but like it comes more natural as you submit and kind of reach out to God and you, you see God and you, and you, and you follow him, if that makes sense. So I feel like they, they're more inclined to follow you as you pursue God, right? Like that's not something you're gonna have to ask for. But I feel like a lot of yeah. times, a lot of, a lot of dudes in our culture ask for it, but they're not really like pursuing God or, you know what I'm saying, pursuing their purpose, right? Or trying to, you know, figure out who they are. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I also feel like if we are, if everyone is submissive to God, I mean, God is the one who created each and every one of us. So ultimately he knows your purpose. He knows my purpose. He knows that woman's purpose. And if we're all submissive to him and we're trying to date each other and we're praying for each other, I think that God will help you determine, okay, hey, this is that woman's purpose. This is what she was created for. Can you add value to that woman's life? This is what you you you'll meet people like I, I've I've met women and they've told me like some some amazing things about myself, right? Like they've told me like, hey, you're better than that. I know God has a bigger purpose for you than to you know be living in Delaware and just working at this bank. Like there's more in store for you. I've had people talk to me that way, and those things have come true. And it's not because they have all the power. No, it's just they were praying for me. They were praying about me. And God was telling them like, yo, this guy, he's supposed to do this. He's this, he's that. And sometimes your spouse can speak life into you. Your girl can speak life into you. Your man can speak life into you. You're sitting here just thinking, man, I don't have anything going for me. And you meet this woman and she's praying and she's just like, yo, you're a star dog. Like, why, why are you, why, why are you down on yourself? Have you experienced that? I, I have, right? And not just with like like relationship-wise, but just like, well, relationship-wise, yes, I've experienced that where God has used her to speak life into me. And he's also used other people to speak life into me, especially when I'm like unclear about my purpose or like I'm worried about something or like I feel like I'm headed, not like I'm headed down the wrong path, but like I have anxiety or I'm unsure of the direction I'm going. And he's used that circle of people to like tell you and confirm to you, like, no, you're good. Like you're headed in the right path, like keep going. You get what I'm saying? And those people are important, right? From relationship first and, you know, down to, you know, since you're in a circle, all those people are important. Yeah. So it's very popular today to want the soft life, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I see that on social media a lot now, you know, it's like, oh, I'm a soft babe. I don't deserve any hard work. It's 2022. Things need to be simple, okay? Come correct or go home. Uh, do you believe that relationships are easy? Or do you believe that they should be easy? Or simple and easy? Yeah. No. The reason why relationships should not be simple and or easy is because human beings are very complex. Right. And it's kind of funny, like when I read the Bible, I see a lot of myself in it and that people are, are difficult. Right. So what I mean by that is I myself know that I'm difficult and I have complexities. Right. And the and the potential spouse or whoever your 
pursuing, they have their own complexities and baggage, right? And pretty much you're learning how to, it's not really like massage the two, but you're learning how to interact with someone that's different than you, not just gender wise, but just as a person, they're different from you, right? And I feel like in the healthy context, you learn, you learn the good things about them, right? You learn the bad things about them and you learn how to like grow with them, right? You learn how to communicate with them. You learn what they like, they learn what you like, you learn what they don't like, right? And that's yeah. not easy, it's not easy. It's not easy, and it should not be easy. Right, that's the word. It should be a chance for growth. Relationships should be a chance to grow, and I and I think I think they shouldn't be easy. It shouldn't be easy. Yeah, yeah. I I I am with you. I feel like relationships can be easy at times, and they can be difficult at times, but. If you expect your relationship to be easy, as in, hey, the first sign of difficulty is, hey, this isn't what I signed up for, your thinking is off, right? So I'm going to relate this to my relationship with God, right? Um, I think when I talk to God every day, I have confidence that I can weather any storm, right? It's not that, oh, everything is just going to go perfectly fine. It's just, I have some assurance that I'll be okay, right? So my relationship with God becomes easier through consistency and repetition, right? So at first, when I first started realizing like, hey, God loves me and he's requiring things of me, it was difficult because I didn't communicate with them as much, right? I'm just sitting here like, yeah, I go to church, well, my parents are Christians, so I'm ultimately a Christian. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good, right? But then it's like, no, you got to go deeper, right? So the initial phase was difficult because I'm sitting here and I'm like, I just do whatever I want to do. It's like, no, invite God into these actions of yours, right? But through mm -hmm. consistency and repetition, it became easier. So now I'm, I'm waking up and I'm thanking God for the day. God, please prepare me for whatever you have ready, just prepare me, right? So when I'm going through something and I have an interview and a generator comes on like five minutes before my interview and it's winter in Maryland. So I can't say like, oh, it's a lawnmower, you know? So it's just like things happen, but I've already talked to God and I'm just like, you know what, God, I'm not going to trip. I'm not going to start cursing and going crazy out here. I'm just going to let you help me find a way. Cooler homes for cooler heads prevail and I found a way to get what I needed to get done now like I said my relationship with God is not easy but it becomes easier because I willingly depend on him just like in a relationship if I have a significant other I willingly nobody's forcing me to do anything I willingly depend on that person I wake up in the morning oh hey I had a tough night sleeping man that was that was a uh, there was a, I don't know, the generator was making so much noise. I couldn't get that much sleep. So now she has contacts, right? So I start work, people getting on my nerves at work. Next time I call my girl, she has contacts and she understands like why I might be a little bit cranky or a little bit like, okay, I don't really feel like talking. But imagine if I didn't have that dependency on her where it's like, oh, hey, I want to I want to talk to you every day, right? Like it's just like, you know, I'll catch up with you when I can. 
you don't understand what you don't get any context, right? And in a relationship, now I'm calling you on the, I'm calling you on, I haven't spoken to you in two days. I had some crazy stuff go on and you had some crazy stuff go on and I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, how's your day? And you blow up on me. And I'm like, why are you blowing up on me? Like, I'm, I'm just asking, how's your day? But I, I haven't kept up. We, we don't depend on each other. It's just like, I think when I say depend, I don't want people to mistake that for like, oh, I need money from this person. I need, no, I'm talking willingly, want, willingly talking to somebody, right? Like you have a relationship. I'm sure there are times where you could be sitting on your PS5, playing that thing morning and night, but you're like, yo, let me see what my girl doing, yo. Like, what you doing today? You know, and I can guarantee, I don't know, confirm this for me, but if you go a day, if you go two days without talking to your girl for whatever reason, doesn't it feel like something's off? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I can't even go two days without talking to her because I talk to her every day. It'll be, it'll be weird. And it's not by force. It's not like she said, hey, in order for us to be in a relationship, I am forcing you. To... No, but I want to like, so this thing, like I want to talk to her, right? But, but obviously we're not on the phone, we're not on the phone all day, right? Because of course. But, but like, like, like simple things like text messages, all day, you know, texting throughout the day is courtesy, right? Just checking in. And that's how it should be. And it, and it makes the relationship easier. Not like, oh, this is just an easy thing. Like, oh, dating somebody for two years is easy. No, it's not easy. You know, Jesus' relationship with God was not easy, right? Like I was telling you before this podcast, like God offered up his son because of crazy people like me and you, bro. Like, you know, like Jesus was innocent. Jesus was like, yo, you are offering me up for people who don't even like me. You understand? So relationships are not easy, but I do think at times they can be easy and at times it can be difficult. And we work hard in relationships so that we can weather the storm when it does get difficult. That's what I think. So anybody who's just like, oh, I need a soft relationship, this and that. Do you think it's realistic for me to say relationships are not easy? I, I think that's realistic and that's fact. Like no relationship is easy. And anyone that tells you they're easy, it's cap because you have to put effort into them to make them, I wouldn't even say easy, I but to make, easy. Them, to make them functioning, you gotta put work into them, right? So it, yeah. it's not easy. You know, just to sum it up, it's not. That's all. I agree. I agree. Well, hey, let's go ahead and jump into our scriptures that we uh, set out to share with the audience. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. All right. I'm going to share a classic, which we all know from Genesis 2, 23 to 24. And it says, and the man said, this one at last is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. This one will be called woman, for she is she, for um, for she was taken from man. Uh, verse twenty four. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and bonds with his wife and to become one flesh. So, I mean, this was for those that you know you know hope to be in a relationship and obviously potentially be married one day. Like this gives us the best context of what that looks like, and that you know your spouse is your your helpmate, your better half, right? The other the other. Um, individual who God has created to help you fulfill 
purpose and do what it, God has called you to do, right? And, you know, verse 24 talks about how they become one flesh. Pretty much there's a union between the two, right? So if you're looking for like, oh, the idea relationship, yada, 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 right? That's the blueprint. That's what it looks like, right? I feel like the Bible gives us the clearest picture of um, what that was created to look like, right? And, and how it how it can be healthy and how it can function when we follow this model that God has laid out for us. Hey, that's coming from a two-year veteran <laughs> category. So, you know, <laughs> I got the results. <laughs> uh, now, my scripture that I'm going to share, it, it comes from a, a place of hope, right? So it's Isaiah 55, verse 13. And I'm going to read the NIV version. And it says, instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper. And instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Um, when I was reading this verse, um, I was doing a devotional. And I don't know why, but I just thought about love, right? Like um, in my next love conquest, I am like sometimes people are so down on themselves because they've had a terrible time seeking love. Right. And I'm going to go into my next experience, believing that instead of the thorn, the cypress tree is going to come up, right? Cypress tree is this beautiful tree. Um, and instead of the breer, the myrtle tree is going to come up. Right. And it shall be to the Lord for a name. So my relationship is going to be the Lord's you know, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that God will bless me with a woman that uh, we can use our relationship to kind of shine the glory of God. Um, and I'm hopeful that it will last forever, you know? So yeah, I'm hopeful. It, it shall what, last. what are you about to say, bro? No, I was going to say it shall last in Jesus' name. Hey, hey, man, because y'all know me, man. I'm the six-month poppy, you know. You give me six months, we're going to be out of there. But, no, I'm joking around, all right, because I, you have to be mindful of some of the things you say about yourself. Um, You know, it is what it is. But with that being said, I feel like that's that's quite a lot on relationships. Um, We're going to allow you to play this back, share this with your friends, have healthy dialogues around this podcast. Um, if you have any comments, concerns, you have something against what I said, against what Raheem said, uh, you can give us your feedback at urbantheology underscore on Instagram. You can also follow me at longlivetobe on Instagram. I have Twitter, but I don't really be on there. Where can they find you? So you can find me on just on Instagram at rice underscore and underscore stew. That's where you can find me on, on IG. And make sure you tune into my brother's uh, journey in Nigeria as he takes you on his, uh, his journey back home and all that good stuff. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, we, we said something off air. We said something off, off the cameras. We were supposed to be taking turns, right? Like, I go one week, you go one week. So I know you're over here average. And I will say... We have been getting a lot of, you know, little interesting DMs encouraging me and whatnot, but you also got to reveal some things. So I don't know what you're going to do, but, you know, yeah. 
Well, stay tuned in to figure that out. That's all I'm going to say about that. Stay tuned in. Oh, man. Well, hey, look, this is episode two of season four. We're very excited for what we have lined up, and we want to make sure you're aware of some changes. We're going to be posting every couple of weeks, right? We believe our content is that good where we can hold you over for an additional week. And we're also going to be posting content that you can relate to us throughout the week, whether it's on our stories or on our Instagram feed. So we're going to be posting every couple of weeks, um, something that we're trying out. And we're going to make sure that every episode that we leave you with is enough to hold you over. So bear with us. Um, God bless you. I'm super excited that we're back for season four. Um, I'm excited that we're able to make this happen because this is an international podcast. You feel me? Like I've been talking to people in Nigeria, telling them like, hey, listen to Urban Theology, listen to Urban Theology. So, hey, I just want to thank all the listeners. Um, I don't know if you have any closing remarks. Man, I just wanted to say, man, we love y'all. Uh, keep rocking with us this year, man. And we, we got some more stuff cooking up for y'all in the lab, so stay tuned. And then we appreciate y'all. Also, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you know, as you as you listen to us and you enjoy our content, you know, just keep keep leaving us awesome reviews and we really appreciate it and we, we love y'all for it. Hey, until next time, everybody stay blessed. Peace. Peace.